Well, hello there, folks. Thanks for joining me on this episode of Death Taxi Zine Comedy. Haven't done one in quite some time, but I took the time for Father's Day and I recorded a podcast along with my kiddo. And we just kind of talked about, um, I, I went on a little Happy Gilmore rant about customer service as we kind of discussed some things. And also we kind of touched on basically some feedback. I asked my son about some of the good and the bad about his upbringing and the job that I did since I pretty much raised him to where he's at right now. So with that being said, I hope you enjoy the show and thank you for your time. Uh, what is that kid? It's it's a it's a real hitter. It's a real hitter. It's a real hitter. Who is it? Marty Robbins, El Paso. How old is that song? Uh, I'm pretty sure that. Oh, uh, we looked it up today at work. It came out uh, April something, 1959. Holy smoke! The first Grammy, the first Grammys awards was in 1959, like a like in May. Really? I'm really upset that that song didn't win. Wow. Best, best country song. <laughs> it is in the Hall of Fame for the Grammys, but it never won. It never, wow. It never won. Uh, I had never heard of it until uh, until now. It's amazing. A, a, a 21-year-old kid listening to something that old. Dude, amazing. Marty, Marty Robbins is pretty good. Mm, He's pretty mm, good. Mm. I've always wanted to be a cowboy. So, cowboy. So that album is called, oh, what is it? It's Gunfighter. Gunfighter ballads and trail songs. Mm. It's, it's so back in the uh, Western days, some 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 guy was definitely walking around and with with his iPod. Yep, listen to that jam. Yep, with that jam and his big iron. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to this episode of Death Taxes and Comedy. I haven't done an episode in quite some time, but I figured today would be a good day. It's a special day. It's still Father's Day. So it's Sunday, June 16th, 2019. And so I decided to do a special episode with my son here where we're going to be kind of just talking about certain things. But there was an idea that struck me and I said, you know, considering the fact that it is the day that it is, I think it'd be a a good time for me to kind of ask a couple of questions or a few questions, actually, and get some honest answers. And in that way, I could kind of get some, uh, you know, some feedback. And so anyhow, uh, like I said, we're getting started. It's still Father's Day. And um, kid. Yeah. Something that came to mind. What's going on? um, Something that came to mind was uh, because we were discussing some stuff earlier today about parenting and this studio is a mess. uh, Yeah. Yeah, can you tell me why? Probably because I haven't recorded a podcast in like two months, and you haven't. Re- oh, that's right. Wait, hold up. So let's do a plug. So your podcast, a thousand ways podcast. Yeah, the thousand ways podcast. Uh, I hope it's still everywhere. I don't. I pay for everything. I've been paying for everything. So, so I guess you're fine as long as you're paying for it. Should be up there. People are still downloading it. Uh, a thousand ways podcast. I talk about the website's still up. So the website's still up. A thousand ways podcast dot com. Yeah. So if you're 
interested in in what I have to say because I'm because I'm pretty cool and I'm pretty successful and uh, my life is much better than yours. Well, cool because uh, uh, my um, my one listener could definitely go over there and take a look. I'm just kidding. My life isn't better than yours. <laughs> oh, your life, son? I don't do anything. I don't do anything except lift weights and complain about my job. Oh, and complain about your job? Yeah. Oh, wang. Because you're the only one. You're the only one in life that ever complains about their something that they kind of dislike doing. I mean, I guess. I, you guess? Well, I don't know. Everybody that I, I tend to talk to... It goes to show you that we're all on the, somewhat on the same plane, uh, same boat, same bus, same car. Pretty sure everybody loves their job. Uh, there's some, yeah, I think there's some people that do and some people that don't. You know, I mean, but that's the thing, though. That's where we, we were talking about the state of mind, right? Yes. Like, does it have to do with the state of mind? It's got to do with the state of mind. Yeah, but it also has to do with dealing with pieces of shit customers and talking to people every single day. Of course. That, that don't really treat you like a human being. And it kind of wears. Yeah, that's your that's soul. ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. There's no there's no need to be taking it out on a sales associate of any kind. You know, whether you're a Target at a Walmart at uh, like at some a like seller store. Like it was the other day. Like it was yesterday. Some lady called me, mm-hmm. and she calls me on Saturday. It's three thirty in the afternoon, right? Right. She calls me, and she goes, "What the? F- What's going on? What's happening? Like." What my 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 boyfriend's stuff? It's all wrong. It's all wrong. And I'm like, well, what's going on? And she goes, first off, the patent leather shoes aren't there. We requested patent leather shoes. He was excited to wear the patent leather shoes, and he would. She just she mentioned patent leather shoes maybe forty times in the entire conversation. Right. And and I ask, well, when did you? When's the event? And when's the event? She goes, five o'clock. Okay, five o'clock, five o'clock to five o'clock today. And she goes, no, next Tuesday. Yeah, it's today. And I'm like, oh, okay. so this is how it's going to be. So they're supposed everyone picks up their stuff a couple of days early. Right. So they can try it on in the store. Right. And make sure everything's okay. Right. So she goes, she tells me, well, she goes as a customer. As a customer, I'm guaranteed that it's going to work, that it's going to work and everything's going to go well. I'm like, yeah, the only way that I can guarantee the way that everything fits is if you come in and, you know, have them try the stuff on again on the pickup day. She goes, well, we never tried it on. We thought everything was going to work. And here they are trying it on for the first time at 3.30 p.m. And the wedding that they're going to is at 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. And, and it's my fault because they didn't. Follow the protocol where we make sure that they try it on a second time. Right. Make sure everything fits. Right. And if something doesn't work, we can get it all fixed up. Right. And she goes, well, my husband, well, my my boyfriend works late. I'm like, well, you could have picked it up and tried it on at home on Wednesday night when he came home. Something doesn't fit. You call me Thursday. I have something for Friday. Or you call me Thursday, I have something Thursday night for you. Mm-hmm. But you don't wait until the day of the wedding that you're supposed to be at. Right. That things don't. Right. That you complain to me that things don't work out. Well, you know what? And that's the thing where uh, myself as a customer, um, I disagree that the customer is always right. Because the customer is not always right. She told me that. She's it's told, not. She, it's not. The customer is not always right, ladies and gentlemen. The f- 
fucking customer is not always right. I worked in retail myself, and I am also a customer in that buys from retail, and I don't fucking treat the employees like they're Because if you do, then you are a piece of shit. And you're just basically reflecting. She, All right, let's go. go ahead, next. She told me that she, as a consumer, would never recommend my store to anybody. Well, oh, bummer. I'm like, okay. She she asked, she said, she said, um, when do you work? And I'm like, I work on Monday. So she's like, I'll make sure that my son comes in to get to get the refund, to get the refund, because I want half back on it. And I said, okay, I'll give you half back on it. She's like, okay, maybe I'll show up too. Just to give you a piece of my mind. What? Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that tomorrow. Well, dude, again, you, you, I, I believe, and this is, you have the right to say, get out of my store. I call the cops. I'm just, I'm just not, I'm not going to say anything. I'm no, just, no, no. Well, you see, you see, well, see, that's the problem though. That's the problem that's happening though. Well, she's, that's she, where, that's where I see where, where, where you have the right. Any, any retailer, any retailer has a right at that point to refuse any service. And at the same time, if somebody gets like that, you have the right to say, look, you either leave my store or I call the cops. I mean, she. Uh, no, no, because kid, no, I'm sorry. But when it comes to that regard, there's no need. There's no need for punishment. Like no need for punishment like I that from somebody. I don't. I don't. They're not. And, uh, people, come on. You know, that's that's just downright. People are idiots when it comes to like that. I'm not taking it. Really, I'm not taking it there. I'm just uh, there's nothing else that I. I'm, no, uh, but dude, the point is, is that anybody, anybody that works in so, any sort of retail and I've heard of horror stories and I've seen it, too. They're not punching bags like you people that work in retail are not punching bags. You have the right to sit there and say you either look, you get on my like, I don't I don't understand. Where's the problem with that? What? Because what repercussion? You're a human being and you're being freaking taken down like that. Oh, There's it's, it's, I, I, the person that even. No, again, it's not a it's not a big deal to me. We just put down. We just put out 700 plus units, 700 plus units for for the last two months in prom season. And I had one complaint. That's less than one percent. So I know that it's it's not us. It's I, not I, it's not us. It's I not know. anything that we did. It's just this lady looking for. So she's she's gonna get it, and she's never gonna come back. And I don't care. I just I, I guess I, I guess I guess you're better you're better than I am. I just, and you're. I just. That's the difference between. What's she, what's she gonna do? She's gonna yell at me. She's gonna yell. Okay. She's gonna yell at me. She's gonna get her money back. What what does she want from me? There's nothing else she's gonna get from me. I'm not gonna help her or her son. It's just here, take your money. But remember, dude, it, it, it's a lot of times you know when people try to go a certain way. I, I look, I really feel that certain people do need to learn certain lessons. And again, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I'd be like, look, man, I get you, but if there's anything that's being done, you have the right to get out my store. Had, not, you had, know, had, I don't know, I don't know. We had a customer come in a couple of days uh, last week, sometime, last week, sometime, who. I wasn't there. I was on my way down to work. He talked to one of my other consultants and people are supposed to return stuff. And when they return stuff, sometimes at weddings, they get mixed up. So this guy brought all his stuff and brought back his friend's tie. And the way we're supposed to go about it was like, Hey, you have your friend's tie. He probably has yours. Just make sure it gets back to us. And you know, you don't have to pay for anything. Mm -hmm. He's like, great. Thanks for reminding me. Have a great, like have a great day. He was happy. The groom from the wedding comes in mm -hmm. and he goes, what the f is going on? What's going on? Why does my, my groomsman, my groomsman is all confused about, about mix up and tie. Are you guys f retarded? And he says that to my consultant mm -hmm. and he's lucky that I wasn't there because if I was there, I, I, I think I would have lost my mind. 
But again, but again, somebody that does something with some disrespecting like that, you have the right to sit there and say, get out of my store. Like, get out of my store right now or I call the cops because and if there's any sort of like I'm going to assault you, well, then that then now you're taking it to a different level. You know what I mean? Like, there's no need for that. There really isn't. And, and, and I get it. Like I said, I feel bad for people like and you're right now that you're in your position that you're having to put up with idiots like that. And it, even though it's a small percentage and the rest of the other people actually do appreciate and they understand. But you got these that are doing like that. It's just it, it's pathetic. It really is. It, it, they're scumbags. They're like the there's all oh, I don't even want to talk about it anymore. Anyhow, all I'm saying is, kid, I praise you for that for putting up with like that but i anybody that's in retail you have the right to refuse any service i don't understand i don't you have the right to what's the store going to do what what is the corporation going to do yeah yeah go ahead and beat beat up on our freaking on our uh, employees yeah treat them like no you you respectfully say look you need to get out of my store any other any other organization will do the same thing i don't you know just that i don't know just words of advice i guess and i've worked in retail too and i've dealt with that stuff and it's like look see you thanks i think there's a lot more pressure nowadays for people with like work especially with the economy and the way things are now they just don't want to lose their jobs it could be but there's also nothing wrong with protecting yourself and when i mean protecting yourself if you have to re- we, we live in a digital age so you can record it nowadays you can record anything record it like record the abuse so that it's recorded, it's documented. That's the thing about what's going on nowadays. You really can't do anything without something being documented. Like, good luck, you trying to do something, and it's not documented. Anyways, I took this, like, to another level because I got frustrated right now. And I was trying to, actually, I got frustrated probably because I was trying to hook this up and it wasn't working. Because I haven't done one of these in a while. And so, and then you tell me that, and that kind of just ticks me off. I guess as a father, it ticks me off. But the point is, is that as we get started here on this episode, it was the the beginning of part was a rant. And uh, now we're going to kind of get into what this, the purpose of this was, which was uh, fatherhood and being a father. And the questions that I wanted to ask you uh, were some of the things that that I guess you that you recall that you gave me feedback on that were good about the way that up to this point, because you're going to be 22 on Tuesday to this point that I did good. Oh, so this is, this is an ego massaging. No, no, it's not. It's actually, ego, I want to hear feedback. Ego massaging. No, it's episode. not. Cause you Mm-mm. want to hear about a great job. You did. No, no, because I'm going to get to the good, the bad and the ugly. So that's where I'm at. This is the good, the bad and the ugly. So I want to start off with some of the good points of the things that I did well as a dad, uh, you know, bring, bring you off, up. How about we start off with the bad? And then, you want to go reverse, or go with the ugly? Then start off with the ugly. What ugly? Good, bad, and ugly. I don't know. Maybe, maybe because the way that I was ranting in the beginning of this is how I was with you as well as you were growing up. I mean, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't know. What do you think? I guess we'll start with the bad because we can always end on a positive note. Because I think ending on a positive note would be better. Uh. I don't know. I think you've always been you've always been really angry. It's changed in the last couple of years. I think that that has to do with uh, with your ability to grow and find yourself. As I become more and more independent, you don't need a 
spend so much time guiding me. I mean, you're always going to guide me, but you don't have to take care of me 24-7 like it used to be. But your anger and the anger that you feel is is definitely stuff that I feel. Your uh, passive aggressiveness and your holding on to grudges is something that I tend to latch onto, and I have that bad habit. And Bailey, my girlfriend, she she calls me out on it a lot where I will get mad at somebody and hold on to it and not say anything for a long time and just be really focused on how mad I am and how it affects me instead of just kind of moving forward. Just kind of hold on to just hold on to I I hold on to a lot of bad stuff and a whole lot of uh, on to a lot of a lot of anger and frustration that I shouldn't because it just wastes energy and wastes time. I mean, you could have said, you could have said, see, and and here's the, here's the hard part is where, like, if I say it, it doesn't make, it doesn't make a lot of sense because you did say good job. You did say that I did good, but it was always, it was always followed by some ham fisted back ass compliment like compassolt some sort where it was like yeah that's good but oh there's always a but and everything and everything before the word but is just a lie so yeah it's like i don't know the, the way i put it is like i don't feel like i'm good enough or i don't feel like i'm satisfied in the things that i do because it just doesn't because i don't feel good enough right and i think that might be from I don't think necessarily you, I don't know. I don't think it was you not saying good job. I just think it was more of like, there's more to do. There's always more to do instead of sitting there and and relishing in the stuff that we've done or the stuff that I did. Mm. I think it was, I think it was the other day we were washing our cars. Bailey and I washed our cars outside. Right. And we were waiting for you to get home and Bailey goes, (laughs) Bailey goes, well, like we'll wait for your daddy at home and like he'll say oh wow look you wash your cars but something you always say something how i didn't wax it right <laughs> or i didn't say something or how i didn't do something right she right. goes she goes wow i kind of like i get it now like i get what you feel i get how you feel how how like i don't, I didn't have to deal with it direct like she's like i don't i didn't have to deal with it directly i just had to deal with it passively but i couldn't imagine what it was like growing up as a kid having your dad say good job but or always there's there's a big there's a but there right and not knowing what it is that i have to fix or what it what it was that could have been done better so it was like i was like yeah you get it Mm. you get it you get why i don't feel good enough and with the things that i do Mm. um i don't know i mean there was i can't i mean i can't blame you i can't blame you for anything really i can't be mad at those i mean the things that stand out really are just how you were always frustrated and angry but i can't blame you for that and how i just don't feel good enough and i think that was just a. I think that was just poor communication not you legitimately believing that i've never been good enough which brings us to the good part where it's like the good is the same thing as the bad where it's like you told me to never just be okay with being okay. It was always what's next. What can we do? That's better. 
which kind of has stirred that hunger to where, yeah, I'm okay with the things that I've done. Like I'm all right with, I'm proud of the things that I've accomplished, but there's always more, Mm -hmm. but it turns into a bad habit where it's like, we still don't do the thing where we sit and reflect on the things that we've done. It's just like, what's next? What's next? And like I said, I can't, I can't really blame you for being frustrated. You've just been understanding. I guess that's, that's a good thing where we've always talked about our issues and been open with each other about our issues because you're trying to understand as best as I could, because realistically my mom was pregnant with me you i'm the age that you are now when you would have had a what one-year-old mm, uh, you too because you're going to be 22 so but technically oh, yeah, yeah i was yeah. like a one and a half two yeah, years old yeah 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 so being 22 with a two-year-old like what the but i well, i don't know what i would do mm-hmm. literally no idea mm-hmm. i have no idea and you're just kind of thrown into it so i can't i can't really blame you for growing up frustrated and confused trying to make sure that that this little human being that you're in charge of doesn't turn into a piece of while simultaneously trying to not turn into a piece of yourself (laughs) that must be really hard uh trust me that it's been very hard it's been it's been you know and and i actually ladies and gentlemen i think that is the point of of a parent is to prevent your kid from being a piece of and then in the process, you not being becoming a shit as well. I think that's you're right, because I think parents are part of the problem. I think they're the whole problem. Well, I'm going to say to an extent, but no doubt about it. A lot of the personal beliefs that obviously that are instilled into a kid come from the parent. And then what comes from the parent usually comes from the from grandparents their, from and their then parents. on and on. And it's a chain reaction. It's that, that It's that weird thing where you become your you become your parent. Mm hmm. Yeah, you do. You become your parent. We become our parents. I, and I've told you how many times in the conversations that we've had, I've told you that uh, the relationship that I've had with my dad has been very, you know, strange and very difficult. And I wanted to like stray away from that because it it has been hard. And the things that I I wish I would have done with him or the way that he would have been is the way that I want to be with you. And I think we do. We do have an open relationship. Where we can talk about anything. And to me, that's that's the point of a parent is. At the same time, it's guidance, but at the same time, you being open to the idea of you coming with your own thoughts and your own, you know, processes and the things that you're trying to figure out. And you're like, I'm trying to understand what's going on here. And that's where you're at right now. You're trying to figure it out. You're trying to understand what you're doing in your life. And so in the process, I mean, again, I've as much as as much as you've learned from some of the things that I've told you, I've learned that much from you. Especially right now. I mean, the things that you're doing with your weightlifting career that you're doing, it's it's amazing to me, man. I mean, I, I am completely amazed by some of the things that you're doing because I didn't have that when I was growing up. Like, I didn't have... I had all these... Sure, I had these thoughts and ideas and visions and creativity that I wanted of the things that I wanted to do. But you've taken it to the level where you've actually put it into effect and then you've met people. And so I was telling you, like, today, I'm like... You've traveled in the past few years of your life. You traveled probably more miles than the average person will do in their life, their lifetime. And again, circumstances are all different. At the end of the day, and Bailey loves that at the end of the day, is the fact that life isn't fair. You know, and for me, I remember being your age and I was that's why I would think I was upset at 
why why am I in this situation? But of course, the time it's very difficult to sit there and say you're going to take responsibility for all your actions, and it's, it's, especially when when you're when you're around people that are kind of like you, you know they they really since they don't know much about certain things in life, they only know what they've what they've been taught up to a certain point. It's very difficult for them to explain to you exactly what's going on. Like the rest, like the rest of it, you just have to basically take the baton and you carry on. It's like your parents will only teach you as much as they know. And then after that, you have to parent yourself. Yeah. So like, I've, I mean, no doubt about it. It's every, every day that, that we talk and stuff like that. And I'm learning, I like, constantly send you stuff like message, you know, messages with uh, quote or audios or a video for you to watch because if I find it useful and I find it educational, I feel that you could get something out of it. But apparently most of the time I ask you, Hey, did you watch it? You're like, Oh no, I didn't watch it. Okay. So that kind of defeats the purpose, but eventually and I'm sure you'll, you'll watch it. Maybe, oh, I don't know, maybe not. I'm busy. I, I know you're busy, I'm busy life. but uh, uh, somewhere along the lines, when you're looking through your Instagram feed, you know, you can maybe at the same time, maybe one day just replace the Instagram sucks. <laughs> all a marketing tool the instagram sucks i before like i don't know how it was like three months ago three or four months ago when the algorithm was working i was getting like six seven eight hundred likes on each post right and then it, they changed it and then i was only getting like like 80 90 100 likes because they want you to start paying for marketing that's ridiculous no it's it it's a business when you understand that it's a business what are you gonna do because you gotta start investing in some marketing man but at the same time again you were talking about that today. You're like, well, what's my aim? Because you were saying you're talking to your buddy, Abdul, right? And yeah. he was kind of telling you, well, got to know what your aim is. And dude, we've been talking about that for a long time, about aim. Like, what is your aim? What is it you're after? And not only that, you've been writing your a lot of your goals down since you were in high school. A lot of these ideas and a lot of these things that you wanted to go after. And... I know maybe that's because it's part of my fault where you're like, I don't think I've accomplished much. But the truth of the matter, you have accomplished a lot. You have accomplished a lot up to this point. Okay. And anybody that you in that, I think that's been a problem that I have. No doubt about it. Because when I, when I go and, and I talk to a professional that, you know, I talk to, I, I always get that feedback. It's like, look, you have to be proud of the accomplishment that you've done up to this point. Because if not, then you'll never be happy. And even though happiness is a very tricky thing, I, it's kind of like I have mixed feelings about whether happiness truly exists. Of course, it's it, everybody's different and everybody's got a different attitude. But at the same time, it's one of those things where it's whatever works for you. You're living your life. And you have to give yourself permission to experience anything that you want. Like, why are we waiting for somebody else to give us permission when we should be giving ourselves permission? Just do it. And it's easier said than done. But man, I failed more than I could have even succeeded. And I don't even know if I'll ever reach the success that I that I want in my own mind, like the success that I feel I should have. And there's always coulda, woulda, shouldas. And that's where I'm at. And as a dad, I don't I don't want you to experience those coulda, woulda, shouldas. It's like I want you to just to sit there and, and do it and then regret if something didn't work out, it's better than regretting that not doing it type of thing. Like it's better that you go and you do it. And then if it didn't work out, well, damn, it didn't work out. But at least you're not wondering, you're not wondering like, man, should I have done it? Should I do it? No, maybe. I don't know. Huh, maybe. 
No, man, you just got to go and do it. I was thinking about all the times that all the lifts that I've made and all the lifts that I haven't. Right. I think I've made more. I think I've missed. I'm, I'm pretty sure I've missed more lifts than I have made in my entire career. Mm, there you go. There you go. But yet the ones that you have made have gotten you recognition for something. See? It's, 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 it is amazing when you think about it. And of course, the, the, the quote about Michael Jordan where he's like, I miss like, I don't know, thousands of shots or 10, whatever. 000. And well, it's always a 10,000. I don't know if it was 10,000, but it, it, he said, I've just missed more shots than I've I made. And that makes me successful type of thing. You know, I mean, like the other day I was, I was watching something in this, this, this guy said this quote about t- something where he's like, we get best at what we practice most. We get worst at what we practice least. I'm like, whoa, I don't think I've ever heard of that one, but we get best at what we practice most and we get worst at what we practice least. That's, that's pretty deep. So the, Practice, 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 practice. They always say, oh, practice, is, practice, practice makes perfect. No, perfect practice makes perfect. Look, at the end of the day, Bailey, there you go. It's another one. Any practice is better than no practice. And any practice you do is going to make you better. It's got to get you better. If it doesn't, then something's wrong. But most of the time, it's rep- repetition, repetition. A lot of the great people that tend to achieve always say the same thing. They're like, we do the same thing over and over again. It becomes just... Part of the our daily activities. Most of what you see, most of what you see on social media, most of what you see on YouTube or anything about like an athlete or about about an athlete or an artist or somebody that's trying to somebody that's big already. Mm-hmm. You're seeing the highlights, right? You're seeing the highlights. You're seeing the good parts of what they sure. do and what they have done. Mm-hmm. Um, but. You're not in there. You're not in there. You're not in there when they're by their like by themselves. Like, no, you're not in there by themselves when they're having a shitty day and they're crying about how things aren't going well. And you have to see that focus. You have to see that strife and and struggle that they're having with themselves. Mm-hmm. You, know, you don't see the you don't see the writers, the artists with that mental block in their head and breaking down and stopping their painting or sketch because they don't know. Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. seeing you're seeing the good parts and that's. That's that's what practice does. That's what that's what repetition does. That's what discipline does. It's if you can get through all that. Realistically, the easiest time the easiest time of what what it is that you do should be the competition. Yeah, their their training should be a lot harder, a lot more intense mentally and physically than the competition. Because at a competition that at a competition, you know, showing whatever it is that you do, you should. That should be the time where you do the absolute least. Yeah. You think the absolute least. Right. Because at that point, it's just muscle memory. So it's a prep work that, yeah. that they people should be going like just full blown like 100%. Yeah. Over at a, 100%. At a restaurant, the most important part is the prep work that you do for the rest of the night. If you don't do that, you're mm-hmm. there's, there's nothing else that you can do because then you're behind and then you're never going to get anything done because someone has to cut and peel potatoes and that's not good 
No, no, you're right. You're right. I think most people tend to go all out on their uh, on their practice. I, I I think that I don't know. People would people would just be better at their performance when they when it comes down to the to the actual you know activity to the, to the game to game day basically. I remember, I remember hearing somebody say that uh, he went to a bar and he saw this bartender kind of mixing drinks. Like the bar, it hadn't even opened really fully. The guy's sitting there in the back. He's kind of mixing drinks in this net and he's kind of measuring stuff. And then he asked him, he said, hey, uh, man, are you new? Or, you know, he goes, no, why? He goes, oh, it's because I saw you measure. He goes, oh, no, that's, that's how I practice. Like, that's how I practice. So then when it gets busy, it's all just boom, 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 boom. And the, the guy had been a bartender for like more than 10 years. But... That's his, that was his routine. So a lot of times it just comes down to routine. And so if we were ever able to do something like that, it's like, mm, man, what can we accomplish? That's why I was telling you also, I had heard somebody talk about saying, you know, because about life being short and stuff like that. And it is, I mean, technically it is, but the biggest thing of all is the fact that why are we sitting here? And I guess that's why I was ranting about the small percentage of athletes that tend to freaking just demolish customer people in customer service because it's like, dude, they're not getting paid enough for you to, to, to take shit from anybody. I mean, I understand that. Like, they're, they're, I mean, I get it if somebody's doing a lousy service, but, but no, nobody's out there doing something on purpose, which is the dumbest thing ever. And so when th- th- there's no reason for, for anybody to get mistreated in any way. So anyhow, I just wanted to <laughs> kind of go that way. Well, yeah. I mean, like you said, the small percentage of people that complain versus the people that are happy is is it's lopsided. But again, I think you should start thinking, start doing stuff like that. It's just creating your own little sheets. Like you approve of this, okay? Here you go. Don't approve of it. You keep everything documented, and that if that gets to corporate, dude, everybody's gonna be like, dude, you are freaking smart, man. That's a lot of work for no. That's no, a lot of work for something no. I really don't care that much. No, about. no, 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 no. It's a learning experience. That's what it is. I it's a free dude. You know what? And I would love to see that just because I would like to see somebody complain. Say, ma'am, there it is. I don't really. Well, you signed it. I don't really want like to put that much effort. Oh into my it. gosh. Well, dude, there's a lot of things that you could put into, you know, yeah, but into. I mean, am I really going to put that much effort into, into this? I mean, it's not really that big of a deal. You know, you have, you have the one, the one or two people who complain. It's cool. What are you talking, dude? You're like you're like a baby boomer. I don't know what you're talking. You're I'm old. not a baby boomer. You're old, bro. I'm you're, not even there. What are you talking about, you're fool? The, you're the generation who thinks that they're entitled to everything. Uh, hell, no, what? Yeah, you hear what I'm saying? Did are you, you just, freaking kidding? Did you hear what you just said? You just said you just said. I don't think I don't think uh, if if you have a problem, if you have a problem that you think that you can solve, yeah, that's serving. Yeah, that doesn't matter. Sometimes that just oh, doesn't matter. Geez. Sometimes sometimes it's better. Sometimes it's better. I know there's certain things that don't matter, but come on, man. Sometimes it's better to just let them talk. Just let them talk <laughs> and just send them on their way. I I, well, not, that's not, what I'm saying. Maybe you're just better than I am. I'm you're never, a better person. I'm never going to see that person again. Uh, hopefully not. I'm never going to see that person again. I don't really care. Hopefully not. I mean, I did complain about my... The only thing I've, I've complained about was my burrito. Oh, God. <laughs> My burrito that came to me incorrect. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, here's how a carnasada burrito from any Mexican restaurant, okay? And where maybe it's those little taco shops that know how to do it, and some of these other ones don't. Here's how you make a carnasada burrito: flour tortilla, some carnasada, 
some guacamole and pico de gallo. That's all you need for a carne asada burrito. If it's got rice and beans in it without someone even asking for that, it's incorrect. Anyways, whatever. Uh, anything that you would like to add, son, as we finish this episode? No, I'm tired. I just want at go, the end of go, the day. Anything go, for Bailey? I just want to go to bed. Oh, I want to go to bed. I'm tired. All right. Well, I'm gonna go. Oh, well. First of all, I will say some one thing. Prior as a as a father, you don't hear it. Yeah, go go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Jesus Christ, man. Hey, if I wasn't born, if I wasn't born on, if I wasn't born. You wouldn't be a father. So technically, <laughs> I'm the more important one out of the oh both. Oh my. Woo. The Damn. only reason why you could celebrate Father's Day is because of me. Oh my gosh. That was a problem. That was a problem All that right. we had on Father's Day. What was it? What was it? Years ago when we had an argument, I think. Monday. Did we have no, an argument? My birthday's on Tuesday. Yeah. Two years ago. Two Good. years ago, because last year was Monday. The year before was Sunday. Right. Oh, and they, oh, yeah, found the same day. day. That's right. And when Father's Day and my birthday fell on the same day, yeah, yeah. and everyone wanted to celebrate Father's Day first. Yeah, because that's what it was. It's Father's Day first. Uh, no, if it wasn't for <laughs> my birth. Oh, so it's the chick. Wait, what came first, the chicken or the egg? The egg. Oh, okay. So then you you were you're the egg, and then it's the chicken. Yes. Oh, okay. If it wasn't for me, you wouldn't mm. be a father. Mm. If it wasn't mm. for me being born, mm. yeah. So the factor is. Because of you, I get to celebrate Father's Day. Yes. Mm, to an extent, that's a good point. Of course, at the same time, there's no need, reason to neglect my me, you know, being a father and the day being Father's Day. I think June should just be, I think June should just be about me. Oh, you think so? Oh, okay. Yeah, I could tell. Yeah, I could tell. Hey, where's my card anyways? What card? My Father's Day card. I didn't get you one. We got your harmonicas. Dude, I don't think I've ever gotten a Father's Day card unless your grandma bought it for you me. You got like shoes. You got shoes last year. I don't know what you want from me this year. I could have gotten shoes too. We got your harmonicas, bro. We got you three harmonicas. I could have gotten shoes too. So I could have new shoes to go with my harmonicas go as I play. Treat yourself, bro. Go buy your own <laughs> shoes. Oh, wow. All right. I'm, okay. still, I'm, still, I'm still over here just trying, just grinding, okay? Grinding. All right. Wow. Well, you can't, let me tell you something. You'll be grinding this till the day that you go. You know what I mean? Maybe. No, not maybe. You're supposed to. That's that's the whole point. That's what I hear. But uh, like, I want to do... Like David Goggins says, don't stop when you're tired. Stop when you're done. Ooh. And then he goes later on in the book, he's like, you're never done. You're never... So you're always going. Yeah, exactly. I guess you're always going. Well, uh, one thing I did want to say that... I mean, because your birthday's going to be on Tuesday, so you'll be 22, for yeah. goodness sakes. That's amazing. It's a long, woof. It's been a long road. It's been a long road, I tell you right now. I just want to say that, uh, yep, I'm proud to be your pops. And uh, and then if it wasn't for me. And and uh, if it wasn't for you being a narcissist. Um, I mean, yeah, look, I'm proud. Proud of your accomplishments, even though you say that that what I say to you is it's not very positive sometimes. I never said that. Well, that's that's what I hear. It's what you know, or it's what you say and what I hear. But at the same time, I've uh, I've learned a lot from you in the process of being a dad. I mean, it's I'm never gonna stop being a dad because I'm always gonna be a dad. And I just feel that it just yeah, it's been an it's it's been an interesting trip. 
to be honest with you. What a long, strange journey it's been. Long, strange journey it's been. Long. But, kid, like I said, just proud of you. Uh, uh, Proud of you. I love you. And uh, I continue to want the best for you. No, but I just, I want the, the best for you and to continue to strive forward. And you will. And I know you will. And just the same way that I will. And I'm also proud of my pops. We kind of met up yesterday for a uh, little get together with my brother and kind of celebrated that. We all had a good time. He's a daddy too. Oh yeah, my brother. That's right. Happy Father's Day to my brother. I texted him today and I told him that. And and, uh, he said a few positive things to me yesterday. So that was awesome. Appreciate that. And yeah, I mean, I think we'll leave it at that. But there is one thing that I do want to leave the show with is always a quote. And this one is from Theodore Roosevelt. Okay. And um, son, I'm sure you heard of this one. The man in the arena. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Well, for anybody, including my son, including myself, who I kind of have to tell this stuff to myself sometimes to remind me, but anybody listening that is feeling a certain, you know, few thoughts about, gosh, I don't know what to do with my life. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know if it's even worth it. Here's uh, here's a little something for you from uh, Theodore Roosevelt, the man in the arena. He said, it is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. Heard of that one? No. Well, you're pretty much in the arena when you do what you do. You know what I mean? And also everybody in this world is in the arena when they do what they do. And so remember that there's always going to be haters and there's always going to be those that try to make somebody stumble, including those that try to make those in customer service stumble. So remember... You're in the arena and those people are the criticizing because they have nothing else to do in their lives. All lies on me. Well, son, thank you very much. Appreciate it. I know you were reluctant to do this episode because I'm so tired. You don't understand. I work today. I have to go to bed. I have to go to bed. Just want me to because I got to get up early in the morning. Yeah, because I'm on that grind. All right. We're on the grind. Everybody's grinding. So in the words of my son, what's that word I use a lot right now? Hitter? Some some people grind harder than others. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, hey, you know who you know who grinds at me harder? You know who grinds harder at me? Right, All right. It's me. those people in customer service. I make All right, that service. have to get up early in the morning to, to you know read, make sure that people are to, ready to get fed to read taken care of comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another one. I'm just out here grinding, bro. Sorry, <laughs> grinding. It's grind time. Yeah. Uh, well. Uh, to all you pops out there, all you fathers, all, all you fathers, all you dad hitters. Uh, hey, uh, good all job you. being a dad to your kids and um, taking care of them and continue to do the best that you can for them. All you dad hitters out there, whether you're dad, dad hitters, stepdad hitters, father figure hitters, role model hitters, just keep being hitters, okay? Just keep doing that. Nice, nice. Oh, and by the way, also, uh, uh, some of you fathers, go ahead and make your wives' lives easier by being a ba- uh, the best father you could be. All right? 
Trust me. It, Why, dude? It'll be better. Why did you just say his name? <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> oh, man. That's the end in there. All I right. Hope, I, hope, I hope all you dads out there have the chance to be a dad times two or three or just just get some just get some get some tonight give be be a real hitter for your wife <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly all right well ladies and gentlemen i uh, hope you got something out of out of this episode if not then i uh, i don't know what to tell you it's the best that i can do at the moment so but thank you for lending me your ear and giving me your time till next time have a wonderful week peace out